Welcome to HearthCast, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. Be part of the show by calling 407-520-5342, following HearthCast on Twitter, liking HearthCast on Facebook, or emailing the show at contribute at hearthcast.com. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. Hey, hey, what's up, all you Hearth Nuggets? It's episode number 79 of HearthCast, recorded for you on July 7, 2011, and all made possible by the awesome, wonderful, kind folks, smart engineers, and all those goofy guys at RiptideSoftware.com. We are casual players of World of Warcraft. We talk about life. We talk about the game. We talk about all points in between. Apparently, we like to call our listeners Nuggets. Yeah, Hearth, yeah, hearth Nuggets. What happened to Chicken Nuggets? I'm not a big chicken nugget fan. That version got scrapped. That was take one. That was edited out. It was. It was deleted. Our show is filled with tips, tricks, and lots of fun tidbits. All of which we hope lend themselves to you as players of the World of Warcraft. In this episode, we are going to explore Blizzard's balancing act between storytelling and gameplay. And chicken nuggets. Ooh. Stop making me hungry. (laughs) Um, we got a Zyger Guide update for you. Carnage it. Carnage. <laughs> Leave it in the show. All right, then. Carnage it. Carnage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to hit it again. I'm wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Um, right, sorry, you get three. <laughs> Use it your discretion. Um, Roots Auction House tip. Um, some of our awesome add-ons by Richard. Sorry, Richard, don't have a bumper for it's you. It's ordered. It just didn't get it's in. It's ordered. It just didn't get in. But we'll have... Bumper for you, and for now, you're just going to sit right there in awesome add-ons. We got Roots Daggone Rant. Daggone. Daggone Rant. <laughs> did I say that right? Yes, you did. Thank you. Oh, and, and Freckleface is going to be in the hot seat today. You were always in the hot seat. Always since, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm liking it, though. I'm taking it. It's fun. It's it my favorite fun. part. It is. Why? Um, It's exciting. Ooh. What are people going to ask me? It's you intense. never know. I don't know. It's you know, it's well. it's a mystery. Mm-hmm. HearthCast Season 3 is proudly sponsored by RiptideSoftware.com, the best in commercial and government software development. Zygor guys, grinding is a thing of the past. We're also sponsored by SysDom.com, that's S-Y-S-D-O-M.com with Mike Preston over there. And for those of you who don't know, this is an IT mastermind. In other words, if you're in the IT community like you're like me, you know, like a geek... And you need somebody geekier than you, that's what you do. You go get SysBomb. And then when you have questions and you need answers and not like more questions that you find on forums, you, you get a hold of Mike and you go, dude, what about this? And Mike goes, dude, it's like this because he's British. Right. And then you get the answer. It's awesome. Also, Carnage over at YouTube.com. Carnage 13 to 20. Or as Freckleface likes to call him, Cornage. In the carnage of cornage, the carner of cornage, which I don't even know what you said. But yeah, we do want to thank all of our awesome sponsors for making this podcast possible. Want to give a shout out to um, my guildmates on ALF and our guildmates on Praetorian Guard. I like how you said that. Because those are our guildmates now because we managed to get you into the guild. Finally, finally. That's awesome. Having the same guild in like a year. 
Yeah, now we need to do is actually play. (laughs) Be on at the same time time. would be kind of cool, huh? All right, I want to give a shout out to our Facebook friends and a belated shout out to Gravius. And no, you're not whiny. We appreciate any and all feedback about our episode. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And our peeps on the Twitter. And this week. Woof. Yes, this week I'm giving a shout out to Woof. Oh, I always thought it was. See, I misread. I always thought it was like Woof, like a hoof. Like he's uh, touring. You, you know what? That might be it, but also might be like woohoo. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's a combination. I like him. He keeps me on my toes, All right. on my hoofs, as the case might be. If I was Draenei or Torin, which I'm not. Anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> so hey, Freckleface. Hey, what is up with you this week in the World of Warcraft? Are you going to wait for the music? You're like looking at my... Are you going to bring the music down, Root? <laughs> I was like, how long is this going on? <laughs> oh, it goes on for like six minutes. I just faded out. Oh, okay. Man, it, all right, all right. Next it's time. still there, see? Oh. <laughs> it, uh, oh. <laughs> Stop it. I'm stopping. Okay. Well, now, before I switched guilds, I actually did a trash run in the Firelands. I heard that's really cool to do, actually. Um, Sure. Oh, sorry. I thought I... I I really... There, see? Okay. Sorry. Hands hands in your lap. Hey. (laughs) Mama should always say hands on the table. Okay, hands on the table. I can see them. (laughs) Mama? (laughs) Is that you, Mama? What did you drink tonight? Uh, um, Actually, uh, my buddy Paul Hershey, Uh uh, he gave... Oh, you know what? I'll talk about it later. But my buddy Paul Hershey gave me something called 3D... Something, some kind of powder. He said, "Don't." He said, "Only take a sip. If you drink the whole thing, you'll probably end up in the ER." <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I had a big gulp. So I don't know what's going to happen. Oh my! Okay, back to you. Back to me. So I did a trash run in the Firelands, and I was getting rep with um, Avengers of Hydral, something like that. And at Friendly, you get this Uber like three seventy. Eight cloak. Oh wow! So I've been trying to get friendly, but I only did one rep or one run with them, and I was—they're already halfway through by the time I joined them. So that's crazy. Got a fourth way through that, of course. Um, right after we did that, you know, I leave and join the Praetorian guards, and I got a little bit of static from my guildmaster. He got on yeah. a couple minutes after I left, and he was like, "Well, what happened?" And and I was like, "Well, you know, your raid schedules aren't." They're just, you know, they're just not working for me. And I, wanna, I need to go, I need to go play with my IRL friend, you know. Oh, that's good. What do you say yeah. about that? He's like, oh, okay. He didn't really say. <laughs> you go play with your buddy, huh? Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't say it was because, you know, Praetorian Guards actually put stuff on the calendar that I can. <laughs> you like view, that, huh? I View and sign up for and, um, yes, and don't make me go to some website. Is there stuff on there for you? Well, yes and no. I'll tell you what I've done so far. Right. I signed up for a Bastion of Twilight run, Ooh. which what I'm read is supposed to be like the next of Cataclysm. Right. If that makes sense. It was going to be a learning run. So I got, you know, we're excited and it was going to be a Saturday at six and, mm. you know, got home and got ready for it. And, <gasps> and I didn't get invited. Oh. I know. They, I think they... They don't know you yet. Well, it wasn't that. It was because they needed DPS. And I wanted to come in and heal. And I think I looked at the core people. I think the core group was made already made up of all the healers. Oh, okay, that, they could that take, makes sense. So, so there's that. Um, 
I lended a guilty three thousand gold. In Praetorian Guards? Yes. You'll never see that again. That's I w- gone. I wouldn't be surprised if I don't see it again. No, I'm just telling you now. Count it as gone. You'll no, never... No, that, that's fine. I mean, that, that's... It's gone. The way I think about my gold is like, okay, I have... I'm sitting on like 50,000. Why would you lend somebody 3,000 gold? He went his flying mount. I don't know. I was bored. I, I have this gold. I don't have anything to do with it. All right. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. Siren is broke. And I won't give him gold. I've given him gold before. I know he tells me. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Freckleface came in gold. That's what he Ned. says. That's exactly what he says. You know, I haven't even seen him online in forever. Uh, well, you know, he's he's not busy. my friend. It's summer. He's a kid, man. He's good. But he's not my friend. Oh, he's not? He needs to friend when me. When you look that up. Well, I'll hook that up. Yeah, okay. Right. Um, I'm your friend. You don't send me money. You don't need any. Uh, You're the only one giving out auction house tips and <laughs> writing blog posts about gold. And I'm writing a blog post about like um. My uh my tip this week is friend Freckleface, and she'll send you gold. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I kind of just consider this a social experiment. Of um, of course, a couple months later, he's like, "Hey, I know I just asked you for gold and stuff, but <laughs> you got any more? <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was like, hey, you want to help me like get this really cool mount from Strat? I'm like, no. Oh, Strat runs fun. It doesn't matter. Do you know how long that would take? I know people who farm for years before they oh. got their mount. You think it's going to be like one run and it's fine? No, it's, it's a rare drop. Okay, I didn't know that part. It's like, oh, help me run Strat a hundred times. Mm, no, thank no, you. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I think I've got better things to do with my time. Right. Like make popcorn. <laughs> and give popcorn tips. Popcorn tips, yes. What <laughs> did you say that? I did. <laughs> Um, what else did I do? So I finished, I finished the Hydro quest that I should have done a month ago so I could do the Molten Front dailies. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping that they would also give me Avengers of the Hydro rep because like I said, you get friendly, you get this right, cool right, coconut. Right, right, right. No. No, give no? Me that. no. It gives you the same rep as you get for doing Hydro quest. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. But they're still really interesting. And they're, it's been different every day that I've been. Well, yeah, it's a whole deal with the daily quests, right? No. no. Oh. I mean, daily quests, daily quests have traditionally been, you do the same quest over Yeah, but again. these change every day. Right, they the change, and then there's also like different... Randoms and stuff. Yeah, and there's different phases that you can be on, and then uh-huh. after you do dailies for a certain amount of time, it opens up more Open stuff. Opens up more, yeah. Yes. Um, what was funny is there is, <clears throat> when the quest is to help heal wounded soldiers. Right. And it's and you're in one of those um, battlefield type scenarios where the NPCs are fighting other NPCs, um, and I saw once where like the soldier is fighting, and then all of a sudden he fell down and became a wounded soldier, right? Got it. But then every other time I've seen them spawn, it's really funny because you just see like this like uh, Taran appear, and it just says like wounded soldier, and he stands around and he does this little emote for like this like the big heave sigh, <laughs> you know, kind of shakes around. I'm a and then he just flops over. <laughs> just, I don't know. You know, during my, you know, it's, I just, I kind of flashed into this whole like scenario of a guy getting a job, right? Okay. And like, Mister Torin. Okay, you, okay. We'll role play. Role, I can need a, a sound bite for role play. Okay, we're gonna role play. So you're gonna offer me a job as a, as a Torin wounded soldier. What? Go offer me a job as a Torin, but all you, the only position okay. you have available for Torin is a wounded soldier. Mr. Root, I'm sorry, I've been yes. reviewing uh, your resume. Um, uh, yes. The only position we have available yeah, 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 yeah. is for a wounded oh. soldier. Uh, okay. Would you ex- like to accept this offer? <sighs> yes. 
And so now I'm out there in the field. <sighs> I'm a wounded soldier. All these other people are doing this cool stuff. And I'm <sighs> a wounded soldier. <laughs> that was me falling on the ground. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Over here. Heal me. Heal me. Thank you. Respawn in two minutes. <laughs> you know, right? You're like, that's why they're heaving the big side of like, I hear him again. When it's older. I don't know. I, I got super excited when I saw one of them fighting and become wounded. I was like, okay, it makes sense. They oh, start as soldiers yeah, yeah, and become yeah. wounded. That's a different, like, you, you have to see, that's your first promotion. If you do well as a wounded soldier, uh-huh. you know, 30, 90 days. Okay, Miss HR, you come back, you know. Uh, I've been a wounded soldier uh, 30 days, kind of hanging out. Um, think I could get a weapon and fight. Please. Please. <laughs> you're the HR rep. What? You're what? The, you're, you're the HR rep. Role playing. Okay, no, you lost me. Oh, I'm well, sorry. Okay, well, I've been the touring, right? Okay. I've been out there for 30 days, spawning, heaving, dropping, <laughs> you know. And I'll come back to HR, right? Right? You with me? Okay. I came back. No, you, you gave me the job, right? Okay. All right. Uh, I've been a uh, wounded soldier for 30 days. Could I get a weapon and fight somebody now? Well, you know, I've been reviewing your performance review, and it looks yeah. like you only scored a four out of seven on um, all of the categories we have on rating performance. So, uh, no, the organization is going to well, need, you, need you to work on your... Um, team building yeah, yeah, yeah. and your synergy uh, what's um, that? before we can promote you. I don't know, oh. but you need to work on that. Uh. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I was I was really hoping for a promotion to fight somebody. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Mr. Torn. You're uh. just going to have to wait until. <laughs> Next year's um, annual uh, performance assessment, and then we can put your review for promotion at uh, the time. At uh, that time, do I get insurance? No. Oh, <laughs> poor Torin. No wonder all depressed out there. Don't get insurance. Thirty days back out for another year. Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so you're out there. You're fighting things. You're falling down. We need soldiers. Back to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, one more thing. Remember how I talked about nuts last week? Yeah. <laughs> I t- what? <laughs> um, My pet? Your what? <laughs> pet nuts? <laughs> you said pet nuts. Where is it? <laughs> Leave it in the show. You turn it red. It's not that funny. <laughs> My pet squirrel named nuts. Oh, your you- pet squirrel <laughs> named nuts. Yes. And you complained and you thought it was cheap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mechanical squirrel. He, whip off. <laughs> okay. Fine. But he actually yeah, yeah. does his own little thing. He throws an acorn at your head. Oh. And makes you like go ooh for a second. I now he's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that last week. I know that now. Oh. I am updating our listeners on I like nuts. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Anyhow. So... Rude. Yeah. What's going on with you? Well, check this out right okay. here, first of all. This is a big can 
of Arizona vitamin C fortified grape aid with all okay, natural that. That flavors. This is I'm passing it over to you. This is what BRK gave me last week. Uh, okay, the second ingredient is high fructose corn syrup. Okay, it's probably not good for me. Nope. What's okay, the first then, ingredient? Then you got water. Gra- water. Water. <laughs> water, and then high fructose corn syrup, right, 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 and right, grape right, and pear yeah, juices from yeah, concentrate. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Carrot juice? Hey, carrot juice is good. Helps you see. And vitamin C. Okay, there's three servings in this. This is 300 calories. <laughs> this is why I can't drink this. It's three servings? Yeah, the can. It's a serving's eight ounces, twenty four uh, ounce can. That's crazy. Plus sugar, it's twenty six grams times three, so you got like yeah, seventy eight grams of sugar in this can. How fast do you think I could drink it? I know you're good at chugging. You could probably <laughs> get that down in about thirty seconds. I bet you could do it quicker, but I'm not gonna do it. Okay. All right, so that's that that that's that's the great. Okay, aid. You need, it's good. You need to find a healthier drink than that, though. What happened to your month of water only? I'm getting up there to it. <laughs> That's not helping your case any. <laughs> not yet. If you're going to drink Arizona product, yeah, you yeah. need to go with their diet green tea. No, no, this is the other one. No, that's, that's half and half. This, yeah, has, that's, this is like... That's the other one I drink right there, half and half. Ar- Arnold Palmer, my favorite drink in the world. High fructose corn syrup. Yeah, it's not good for me. That's the, <laughs> that's the third... In- no, that's the second ingredient. What's the first? Water. <laughs> no, tea. No? Hey, there we go. Yay. Tea is good. The diet one has ginseng. Oh, Maybe I should get that. I like ginseng. You should. Yeah. And it's sweet in a Splenda. Oh. Oh. It gives me a headache. But okay, anyhow. Splenda gives you a headache? Yeah, it's weird. Oh, that's all right. I know. So, all right. Well, outside of the drink aspect of the shows, <laughs> um, you know, we did a little traveling last week. It was up in Alabama. Uh, you know, a little family stuff going on over there. But did manage to get on and play a little. Yeah. How long was your trip for? Like eight hours. Seven hours, eight no, hours. No, I mean, how long were you there? Oh. Um... I got there, left at uh, Saturday at like 2 a.m., got there at like 8 a.m., and I left, that was Saturday. We left uh, Monday, which was the 4th of July, at about 1, 1 or 2 p.m. after lunch. And then we got, no, I guess it was closer to 1, and then we got home at about uh, I think 10 o- o'clock. I think only you had planned a trip with that short of a turnaround. Well, I understand it was a family deal. It wasn't like right. a vacation trip, so. Right, I understand that. Most people would either take off the Friday. right. So you can have the Friday or actually sleep Friday night and then get up on Saturday morning. I just drive. Just get in the car gonna, and go. You're going to kill somebody one day. Who says I haven't already? Uh, hey, 3000 bucks and 30 days in jail. I'm. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> we live in Orlando. We're going to keep talking about it long after everyone else has forgotten yeah, about it. Probably yeah. so. Uh, but anyway, I played a little bit, and it was kind of cool, you know, and, uh, I, you know, like you said, we said in the beginning of the show, there's a, uh, a rant, and that's going to come into play later. Dang and, old rant. Dang old rant. Is that because you came from Alabama? Dang old rant, ring old, ring old, ring old, ring old, ring World of Warcraft. And rant. And rant. And let's see, uh, yeah, uh, I forget. oh, I'm just trying to get through. Um, wherever Root is, still doing that quest line. Haven't really, I don't know. It's just kind of like I get going on stuff and it's just kind of like, okay, I want to go do, uh, Zagre guy now, or Zagre again. And now I get on him and I'm like, I don't want to go, I'm kind of, I'm like, I'm experiencing ADD with, with my gameplay right now, which isn't the very good thing. And I have a new challenge that I'm going to talk about that you don't even know about. I don't even know about it now. In my uh, auction house tip coming mm. up. And I'm going to challenge myself and maybe you, but I don't think you're up to it. 
Okay. So, uh, did play some, and I got up the other night at like two o'clock in the morning and played. But you know, that's just me. And I just did complete Zyger. And I'm, you know, we'll talk about Zyger and his updates. But you helped me out, which was cool. So, you remember that? I got to see your your XK rocket mount thing. Oh right, you that thing moves it. weird. I didn't even ride on it yet. You didn't offer me no ride on your rocket. I totally did. Did not. No, ma'am, I have not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you like totally showed it off in front of me. Uh-huh. How it like like flies vertical left and right and all that other kind of stuff. And then you went on your way. You're like, am I done here? Yeah, I guess so. And then you like left. No, I asked you. I was like, is there anything else you want me to do? You said no. Right. Oh, okay. No, it was more like, am I done here? No, you chicken neck. You chicken necked. You know you chicken necked. <laughs> I deny that. I you deny that. T- yeah, you can try to deny it, but I don't. <laughs> you can try all you want. No, so, I mean, I did play it, but it's just, you know, I'm just trying to get through stuff. A little bit of ADD going on, but, you know, nothing major ex- ex- exciting like you. Got a new bow on Zyger. Oh. Yeah, about it. Bows are always exciting. You don't have to have any arrows with it, though. Yeah, I like It's kind of weird. You like, like it? What's a spell? You wouldn't have to. It's magic. Magic. Just it's not magic. Around. Magic. <laughs> All right. Now it's time for email questions. You too can have your email read and answered by the HearthCast crew by emailing your questions, comments, shoutouts, or greetings to contribute at HearthCast.com. So we got an email from the Crotalus over on Berean Tundra. Ooh. And Crotalus says, love the show. Thank you. Question for Freckleface. I have an 85 warrior and am now leveling a holy priest and a hunter. Why did you decide to join different guilds for each of your tunes rather than stay in one guild? Mm. Mm, that's a good question. Well, it wasn't necessarily on purpose. Um, now, I started my druid, fine canine, my yeah, warrior druid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing was, when I started it, I could never get a hold of any officers from my guild. Oh, okay. So I was just guildless until... I got randomly invited into a group when I was questing in Fralis. So I just took it. Okay. And I had three of my tunes over in Alf, and like I said, we I moved one of them over to Praetorian Guards yes. just so I could also be in a guild with you. Um, now, the advantage of splitting your tunes up... Um, you get to loot everybody's guild bank. True, true. But I was actually going to say <laughs> um, you get to hide from people. Maybe uh-huh. that's... Is that an advantage or just... I think so. Okay, okay. Because, okay, like like the guy um, who asked, I lend him money. He's like, hey, can yeah. you help me run Strat home? I was like, mm, no, I'm going to go to bed. Oh, And then, then I logged off on. and I got a different character. <laughs> and that's terrible. Well, you can do that in your own guild as long as people don't know you're an alt and they don't have that in the notes or anything. That, but what if they do? Then you're hosed. Well, there you go. But what if someone says that your your character in one guild is an alt for a character in another guild? There's not that much coordination. <laughs> <laughs> People don't care that much. All no, right. they don't. People aren't that much just stalkers. Gotcha. Okay, and he also says, maybe this has always happened, I didn't notice, but since 4.2, if you have a flying companion pet, it will stay with you when you're on a flying mount. I just thought that was cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Um, I looked it up, because I, I just noticed that recently, too, but it's actually been around since patch 3.2.2. Ooh. And when Cataclysm hit, I noticed that there was, in Stormwind, all of a sudden, these critters, because you know I have my critter bites, and I throw them at the critters, yep. and they follow me around. I could throw them at the seagulls, and the seagulls would fly along with me. Ooh, and that was new. Ooh. I was like, oh, flying critters. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the flying companion pets have 
been around for a little bit. And before that, there was a patch to make them fly higher off the ground, even though they weren't really flying. I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that was back in the day. Mine follows me. I got that little fire-beaten, whatever it was, Drake baby thing. Oh, true. Proto-Drake. Yeah, well, some, yeah, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of big head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He follows me. He's cool. Controversial. Game-changing insider information. Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show. So, you brought up this topic of Blizzard's balancing act between storytelling and gameplay. Yes, I did. And we ended up both kind of coming up with our own thoughts and ideas on it separately. Right. So, um, I'm just going to go ahead with with what my thoughts are. Um, It's kind of like an open forum, but they're just the both of us. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Now, in my opinion, I think that Blizzard leans away from storytelling and more into the gameplay. Okay. Although it seems like Sins of Vanilla WoW, they have improved it a lot. Um, and then the reason why they do this is because most players play for the status. They play for the achievements. They play for the gear. They play to be uber. They play to, you know, get as close to, quote, winning the game as they can. Want to be show offs, right? I don't think there's a lot of them who play to be immersed into a medieval fantasy environment. I really don't. They're all over in the role playing guild thing with servers, but even on the role playing servers, it's there's really not that many role players, though. So, in my opinion, um, there are a few things that take away from the storytelling of the game. Okay. Um, one of them is monotonous quest. I mean, there are what 3,000. 4,000 quests in the game. I know you can get achievement for getting for doing 3,000. That's not even counting anything that would be counted as a daily. Okay. So I'm going to guesstimate about 4,000 right now. And yet most of them can be broken down into um, one of the basic archetypes. One of them is, person A is missing, go find them. You find the person, dead or alive, and then more quests spawn from that. Yeah, 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 okay. Okay, another quest is, Creature or creatures are bad. Go kill X amount of these creatures for whatever reason. Bring me, and bring me their pelts. They're, <laughs> they're encroaching on us. They're, they killed my brother's neighbors. They make cousins. good stew. Whatever reason, these creatures are bad. Go kill them. Another quest is we need resources. Go collect resources from these creatures. Yeah, that's usually, the hides. Yeah. Usually get those at the same time yeah. as kill the X number. They're eyeballs. Or we need resources. Go collect resources from the ground in the general area. Mm-hmm. And then another quest is, now that you've killed a bajillion of these creatures, go kill the leader. <laughs> yeah. And then you get a, okay, thanks, go over there, and you repeat all over again. And most quests can be broken down into one of those, right? Out of the 4,000 quests? Almost a lot of them? The vast majority I would agree with, yes. Right. I would say that. And yeah. there are some exceptions, but I think the the ones that fit into this are a lot more common than exceptions. Exceptions. The one I don't like. I know this is like a total interjection here, but the one that you're two feet away from somebody and you get a quest to go talk to the person two feet away from that person. Oh, true. And you get like 30,000 experience. Like, I just took a step to the left. Come on. <laughs> like, do you remember when you first went um, in Burning Crusade and you first went through the Dark Portal? Mm-hmm. The very last quest you got from a guy on the Azerothian side, if you will, was step through the Dark Portal. Mm-hmm. And you go through and you see a guy and he goes, welcome to the dark port, welcome to the to wherever. And you got like a bazillion XP right. for that. It's like, I just walked through a portal. Come on. 
All right, another thing that takes away from this storytelling, I think, is unless it's phased, the world will still be the same after you complete the quest. So what did you accomplish? You know, like, go kill 25 Naga, you kill 25, there's still the exact same <laughs> they many there as there was before you started. Yes. Yes. Um, also, the time frame is unclear. Like, the lower level quests, are those in the past? Are those still going on? Yeah, that's been all screwed up, I think. Right. Um, also, mechanics that don't make sense. When I was in the Molten Front um, doing dailies, everything is made out of fire. Like, there's a lake of fire and all these fire beings. And Is there a ring of fire? No. The ring of fire. Not that I know of. There's all these fire creatures, and someone said in general chat, I was like, you know, I love how these guys have no resistance to fire spells. <laughs> <laughs> and they're made out of fire. <laughs> yeah. And someone else has said... Yeah, you should be really glad you were in a fire mage when you're molten core. Yeah. You're molten core, yeah. Because everything had resistance then. Right. And you think about, well, you, I'm, I play a rogue. Right. How am I killing, let's say, a ghost with my poison dagger? You're stabbing the spirit. Stabbing the thin air? The <laughs> Point is, they, they are mechanics that are good for a player, but don't right. necessarily make sense in a... In a storyline. I mean, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Right. So, what enhances storytelling, I think, are um, cutscenes, mm-hmm. um, phasing, obviously. You know, like I was talking a few episodes back about the helping the guy turn out to be a ghost and we go back to find him. He wasn't there anymore. Being able to choose some sort of outcome, you know, being able to have your option of what to say or. Oh, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But are those real choices? Mm. They always end up with the same result. Yeah, so yeah. they're not really real choices. Um, vehicle quests can be, if you're blowing things up, not necessarily, but sometimes the vehicle quest, for example, when you're an ice crown, and you are um, you fall to the bottom of the pit, and you're falling around this ghost boy who's trying to explain to you how powerful the Lich King is, you do a quest where you take on the memory of the Lich King, you become the Lich King. And it's Ooh. basically, the mechanic is a vehicle quest. But you're casting these, you're like killing people and raising a dead, and it just gets you very involved in what he was doing. Um, descriptions of quest items in the tooltip, you know, it's nice to have a little extra something there. And books within the game, um, there's some that you can read on the shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, some yeah, you can yeah, keep yeah. in your inventory, those are both good. Yeah. Um, and I, I totally agree with everything you said here. And my whole take on this thing is that Blizzard has an impossible task. Quite impossible. Because the bottom line of it is that people play games and people read stories. Right. You know, people don't play stories and read games. Although, furries are an exception to that rule. Shout out to Cold. (laughs) (laughs) Not that he's a furry. And not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, So... Blizzard basically has a story that they're trying to tell through a game, and they're trying to allow people to experience the story firsthand. And I remember, like, a long time ago, we actually talked about this, and I was like, you know, they basically have a story that you can pick up and put down at any part of the story that you want to. And not to name drop, but BRK and I were talking about this this week. And I let him know what the topic was going to be about the show. And his 
you know, the conversation kind of went like this. BRK said, you know what? The Lich King shouldn't be in the game anymore because I've killed him. Why is he still there? And I said, well, I haven't killed him. So that's why he's there for me. Right. In, in, in my view. And, you know, we both kind of talked about the mechanics of it. We know that Blizzard will never, they just simply cannot have a completely phased game. If the Lich King, if you kill the Lich King, he's going to respawn. Yeah, that's right. part of it. When He's, the whole thing's phased, that's when it's no longer an MMO. That's when it's a yeah, it's single a, player single player game. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it, it, well, there's so many mechanics on it. Number one, I mean, that the, they're not going to do it for what I broke down into basically three reasons. Um, number one, it'd be super expensive to do that. Uh, not just the programming in, in, in development cycles on it, but the amount of resources it would take to operate a completely phased environment would be ridiculous. And number two, it is extremely time-consuming to actually actually go through and uh, program that and set that all up. That would just be years and years of work. And number three, it really detracts from a lot of the shared experience in the gameplay. Like I, like the other day when I needed your help. Well, I needed help and you were there and you came and helped me. You'd already done that quest. So if it was a phased environment, forget about that aspect of it. Which I totally thought it was, but then you were just on a ledge. Yeah. It's true. I forgot about that. You're like, I can't see you. You must be phased. I'm like, no, I'm up here away from the bad guy. <laughs> I'm sitting on the ledge. Um, so, the you know, what I try to, my version of it is, and this is kind of what I was trying to get across with, with BRK, is I can go to my shelf at home, my bookshelf. I can pick up a book that I've already read. I can open that book that I've already read to any chapter in that book that I've already read and reread that chapter. How is that any different from going to a different place in the world of Warcraft? If I reread a chapter of Harry Potter and I re-experience that chapter of Harry Potter, how is that any different than me going and killing the Lich King again or for the first time or running an instance that I've already run? It's not. It's kind of the same thing. It's still, mm-hmm. Blizzard is still telling me that story. I am still experiencing that story that way. Now, you can look at it like this. that You can say that Blizzard is trying to give us a game, uh, simply a game, like you said. They're not afraid to mess with stuff like the old world. I mean, they throw in cataclysm, they blow up storm wind and everything else in, in you know, on, on the planet. And now new players come in and the world is destroyed. So they will never, from this day forward, experience, unless they go on a different server, they'll never experience the old world. Unless you go on one of the private servers that has the old world content. Or over in China that just had it like a week ago or so. So these players will never experience that if they're brand new to the game. we got people here in the office who are talking about starting the game. They'll never experience old world. They'll experience post-shattering. So we know that Blizzard is not afraid to mess around a little bit with the timeline. If it improves the gameplay overall for people. So we do know that from that aspect, it's a game. For Blizzard standpoint. At the same time, they're trying to tell us a story. And they're trying to keep us immersed in that story. Phasing is proof of that. There are some places in the game that you cannot do until XYZ has been done. Or you're not going to unlock something until, you know, you kill somebody else. Or whatever the phasing does. You know, you can't get through this. That isn't a beautiful aspect of storytelling. But... I can remember a lot of problems with phasing with multiple players. 
like in Northern, when you and I were flying around somewhere, and all of a sudden you were gone. And we spent right. like 10 minutes trying to figure out what, what happened. happened. You're on my map. Where'd you go? <laughs> you know, and, and it took us a while to figure out, oh, it's phased area. Okay. So that aspect of storytelling, I think it, just, it didn't work for me. I mean, it works great for the story, but as soon as you get the gameplay involved, it, it fails. And the problem Blizzard is always going to have is that you want, you know, who do you please? Do you please the people who want to play a game? Do you please the people who are all into the lore? It's a very difficult balance. I would not want that job. I wouldn't, but, you know, honestly, I think that they are leaning on the side of gameplay because think about how, is like we mentioned before, they got rid of the arrows and the bullets. Right. Does it really make sense to be able to shoot an arrow or a gun without bullets or ammo? Is If it's magic. But it's not magic. But, you, but the point is, they took a, something that is realistic and that need the ammo for a weapon and just decided to make it easier, you know, better for the player and just took that aspect away. On that same point, mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate to say this, but it's true. Okay. So having lunch with BRK. <laughs> And I mentioned that, and I, you know, I said I love you know I'm leveling a hunter. We're talking about leveling Zyger, and and I told him about how uh, you know love the fact that I don't have to go have ammo, and and he, and he does not like that. He liked the ammo, he liked the variance of ammo that you could have. He wanted to be where you could have recipes and make different ammo, like engineers used to be able to do. Right, right. He wanted more of that. Right. And, you know, different types of spells on the ammo and all those other things. And it made sense when he talked about it. It was like, wow, that was, that'd be kind of cool. I mean, if you get in a situation where a particular boss has a particular weakness and you get that ammo out, I mean, that's kind of close to real life. I mean, right, but the, the point is, that's not how Blizzard is. They're catering more toward making the, it easier, exactly. getting away from the realism of it. Um, that's funny how you say that, because really, I mean, it's their world. Real is what they define it as. Well, you're right. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just funny to use the word real and gnomes and warlocks. and uh-huh. <laughs> No, but I hear you. I absolutely. Um, and I think they do lean towards that to a degree. I think they're leaning more towards gameplay than they are the lore and the storytelling. But at the same time, compared to what it was with Vanilla, when nothing changed, when there was no phasing, there was, you know, you did the quest and like... One of the mobs would be, or one of the NPCs would be laying on the ground. There's a, there's a quest like this, and I remember in the wetlands specifically, and in Booty Bay. Well, you had to make it so that they're injured, and then when you're done with the quest, they were still going to sit there and rest, so that it made sense either way for them to still be laying on the ground. Right. Right, because right, right, otherwise right. it'd be like, well, why aren't they, what did I just do? Why aren't they up and around? Have you ever done an escort quest where the person's like, oh, hey, thanks, and they start to run, and you try to chase them, and then they just stop and disappear? That they always start to bother. run? Yeah, like, you know, you get to a certain point when the escort quest, right? Oh, right, because they, they just kind of fade the, out, Yeah, right? you get to the complete, they go okay, complete, and they start it. running away, and like, I'm going to chase this guy, see where he goes. And then they stop. You're like, okay, and then they disappear. It's like, yeah, what the, why didn't right. you just fade up back where you were and save me all the time? <laughs> but, and, 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 in that aspect, I mean, I look at when I look at World of Warcraft, I look at it as a game. I'm horrible with lore. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a part of me that doesn't really, and I, I don't want to lose interest or, or, or make people mad, but there's a part of me that doesn't really care about lore. It's cool. I mean, I'm reading Rise of the Horde right now. Really? It's a yeah, 
It's a very good book. I highly recommend it. Christy Golden. Um, I'm reading actually on my Kindle app on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because my kids broke their Kindles. Already? Oh, man, within a week. What were they trying to do it like a touch screen? No. What'd they do? Jump in the pool? No. What? Well, Siren was playing football with the Kindle in his pocket. Oh. And uh, my daughter claims that uh, Kobe Dog jumped up on her and broke it in her pocket. You don't believe her? I'd believe that with your dog. Your dog is a little <laughs> oh. rough around the edges. Hmm? Man. Dog almost knocked me down a few times. All right. This is like completely the worst tangent we've ever done right here. Okay. okay. That is about to happen right now. All right. So tangent alert. The grossest thing happened to me in my life yesterday. Uh, okay. This is after raising two babies, right? Yes. Okay, I'm scared. And being a paramedic? Yes. I'm really scared. You should be. Should I continue? I will give you the option and I will not talk about it. Okay, is it... Is it bloody? No, there's no blood. Okay, you can talk about it then. It does have to deal with the body, though. Okay, I can handle it. Are you sure? It's not about an injury? No injury. Okay. (laughs) Just go. Now Now I want to know. Tell me. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Um, at Riptide, where I work, next door to Riptide is a Walgreens. Okay. And usually about three, between three and four, you know, you get that urge, you know, starting to have that afternoon drag, like, I'm right. going to go to Walgreens, I'm going to get something to drink or whatever. Sure. Well, you know, everybody had already abandoned me and gone over, so I had to go alone next door to Walgreens, my quest, so to speak. I get outside, walking across the parking lot. A bug flies into my nose, up my nostril. My first reaction is it goes, <laughs> I now feel the bug on the back of my throat. Ugh. And so I go, <clears throat> The freaking bug flew. Still came out of my mouth. I watched it come out of my mouth and fly the away. <laughs> is that not the grossest thing? In through your nose, not through your mouth. In through my nose, out through, down my throat, out my mouth, and flew the away. That is pretty disgusting. I sat there. It was, It. I had to stop. Your nose is already, I can, you're, you're already getting it, aren't you? Yeah. It was, ah. Uh, I was blowing my nose for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I was gagging. I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe it. I was shaking my head. I got dizzy. You were violated. I was. And he Terrible. had the nerve to, flow, to fly away. And, and Not since you flowers or anything? No. And all like, you know, my brain works really weird because all I thought is, what did that bug think? <laughs> you know, and what is he going to tell his little bug buddies? <laughs> and does he get a leather jacket for that? You know, because that's like an achievement. Ding, did he get an achievement? <laughs> Flew up a dude's nose and came out his mouth. <laughs> but holy gal. I guess at least he didn't swallow him. I, I was gagging. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> fly away. Oh my gosh. Flew away. Doesn't. <sighs> no, your pet squirrel is nuts. Oh, hardy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I thought I'd share that. I was going to put like a big tweet and ask people if I should talk about it, but then I've been kind of busy and I didn't do that. But now I've shared it. So there you go. I don't know. <laughs> Story versus gameplay. And I'm, get, I'm now... Uh. All right, I think you see me about the next segment. <laughs> Tell us what you think on Facebook.com forward slash HearthCast. If you think Blizzard is paying more attention to gamers or more attention to the lore or what, let us know all about that. Everything you know about World of Warcraft has changed forever. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced hardcore player or a complete noob. Everyone has to relearn the game. We decided to level a new character exclusively using the Zygor Guide and provide weekly updates to the HearthCast listening audience. Let's find out how well Zygor Guides did. This week in the world of Warcraft. (laughs) We're going to play rock, paper, scissors and give away our Zyger guide. This, well, no, really, really? One, two, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, We do have a couple entries, a whopping three entries. That's why we're going to play rock, paper, scissors here uh, for the June contest for uh, the Zyger guides. And for those of you waiting, um, I screwed up. So give me, give me a couple days and I'll get it all fixed. And we'll rectify that. That was my fault. Something with my email didn't work. So I found that in my uh, spam reject box that I had undeliverable mail. So whatever. I'll fix that. We'll get it rectified. It's not Zyger Guide's fault. So they're cool. We like them. And... Did I have to pronounce this? It's just screen names. Okay. RJ Glad 91 Congratulations. Um, you got it. <laughs> so we'll be getting a hold of you and getting you your Zagger guide. Um, just be prepared. I'll need your email address and uh, what faction? Yeah, what faction you want to play? And then it's really cool. So you know, I'm noticing with with uh, what I'm doing here, the quests are starting to get harder. And I know that has nothing to do with Zagger guys, but I know on Zagger again, I'm going and uh, the quests are starting to get harder. I'm dealing with all the uh, what like the 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 trolls and zombies and stuff. Like I did that whole thing where you got to oh, put you on were the, in a Zildrak. Yeah. And you got to run around, put the costume on, go upstairs, talk to the guy, come back down, do yep. more stuff, go back in, talk to the guy. Yeah. Yep, yep. I remember the very first time I did it on the route, I had a hard time with that because I would get up there and waste time and I would my costume would expire. But now not so much because I keep my costume on and I can run faster as a, as a worgen and do my little speed boost and it's kind of cool. So, doing that, and like I said, I noticed the quest for getting hard, which has nothing to do with Zyger, guys. And you had to help him come help me out, and you come help me, and that was cool. But one of the things that I'm noticing that, you know, I didn't quite like is I had to go to Wowhead a couple times and get a little more information on the quest because the, the, the Zyger guide's tooltips that I had didn't give enough information. Didn't quite know exactly what I was supposed to do. And um, I'm trying to... to to think of the quest that I was on at the time. Oh, it had to do with, uh, like, blowing up um, some of the uh, vehicles that the, the guys had in that Zoldrak area. You got to go blow up some vehicles. Right, right, right. And then there was another thing where, oh, I remember what, I was, I was had to kill, you had to kill three um, of these water elementals, or up to, well, you had to collect three things from them. So you had to kill as many as you could kill to get the three. And 
then you had to combine the three things that you got into a thing and then kill that guy that spawned when you when you combine those three things. But it was just kind of, they weren't being as forthcoming as they have been being been in the past with what to do in these quests. And the other thing I noticed is while I'm in that area, I kind of, there was like a, a uh, guy hanging out there and I kind of hovered over him and I was like, oh, I need to kill 10 of these guys. Well, you would think in the quest tip, if you're in that area, they would say, hey, also kill, like they did that before. While you're here, kill 10 of those. Okay, well, that wasn't there. but And so I was like, you know, what I was thinking on that is maybe um, the whole concept of familiarity builds, breeds contempt. Kind of, you know, and that's not the exact um, analogy, but if, if a quest is very familiar to somebody, they might not be as forthcoming with the information for a tooltip. They'd be like, okay. oh, yeah, it's this quest. Okay, all you got to do is kill 10 of those guys. Okay, cool. And then done. Instead of saying, you know, hey, kill these guys and then do this and then do this and then do, you know, it's like three other steps. Okay. And so I was just like, wow, that's kind of, kind of not good. Mm-hmm. But once I figured it out, I was like, okay, cool. Done. You know, so I, I, I really, really, really want a Zagger guide to be like the complete don't need anything else. And this this is one of the little times that, you know, actually twice now, where it's probably not all on them, but I am, you know, they make it very easy to accept a quest. Boom, it's automatic. You know, you just click a click a button. You don't have to read it or I'm automatically accepts it. You never, I never even see the, 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 the quest text. It goes by that fast. Now I can turn that off and I probably should turn it off so I could read it because I'd probably know a little bit more about the quest. And I have had to, on several quests, stop and, you know, open up my quest log and read the quest again and go, oh, I'm supposed to do that. Okay. <laughs> so, and that's on me. That's not on Zyger Guides. But, yeah, maybe a little more forthcoming in the tool tip. I think it's been my, my biggest complaint here the last couple of weeks is be a little more forthcoming in the tool tips. And it's kind of going away from what it was. And I kind of, kind of missed it. I want, I want a little more on there, you know? The contest for the month of July. Is, yeah, I'm not even gonna do my drum roll thing. It's gonna be the hot seat questions. I want you're gonna be able to pick Freckle Face. We'll be able to pick the best hot seat question that we ask this entire month. Oh, I'm liking this. So that's what we're gonna do. So the best question that you feel was asked this entire month, and I'll ask multiples just like we did last week. We have one this week, but I will ask multiples for uh, as many as we get every week. For the Ask Freckle Face or the Hot Seat segment. Not really Ask Freckle Face. That's more like Dear Abby. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for the best question we get, that Freckle Face feels is the best question, mm-hmm. will win the uh, Zagger Guides for the month of July. So, uh, RJ, hey, I'm glad. Hi, see what I did there? RJ, glad. I like it. Okay. <laughs> So there you go. Just send us some of those questions. And those come to me, by the way, in um, on Twitter, HearthCastRoot. You have to uh, DM them to me so if everybody can't read them on my Twitter feed. And month of July, she'll pick the best one, and that'll be the winner of our Zachary Guides. Step into the dark. Peer into the very depths of your soul. Walk with us, if you dare. Into the corner of carnage. This week's tip is a gold tip. 
And we'll be going into the Molten Core. The first item to farm is Sulfurian Ingot from Golmag. It's an easy 1000 plus selling auction house. And you can also farm trash for the BOE Bracers Belts and the Fiery Cores and Lava Cores. For the best in WoW PvP videos, be sure to check out YouTube.com slash Carnage1320. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been to the Molten Core. I haven't either, but those Lava Cores, you used to flip them all the time because people put them up for 5 oh. gold. And they're really worth more like 75. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's one of the most common items that I've snatched, grabbed, and flipped. How about that? I got paid. That's one of my favorite things to do. I was listening to Power Word Gold this week, and there's a guy there who also, and forgive me, because I can't think of his name right now, but I believe he's also the host of Horde for Life, and he's talking about he is leveling a, well, not leveling, he's going through an auction house character just doing the same thing we do with Fat Wallet, just flipping stuff. He's doing really well on it, so I'm glad to hear someone else is doing that, because that was fun to do. That was a blast, a blast to do. And, uh, you know, speaking of auction house tips. Each week, HearthCast gives its listeners tips to help them buy, sell, trade, or otherwise make money on the in-game and remote auction house in World of Warcraft. All brought to you for free by your gnomish hosts, Root and Freckleface. The Auction House Tip this week is brought to you by Auction House Junkies. Cold and Wes over at auctionhousejunkies.blogspot.com or auctionhousejunkies.com. Um, go check them out. Good stuff over there. You can also check out Cold and Wes on their own blogs. They've got links to them in there. And, of course, you can check us all out over on goldgrubs.com, the Gold Grub Academy. It's kind of a fun thing. Goblin Academy. What did I say? You say... Gold Grubs Academy? Oh, I didn't say Goblin. Okay, Goblin Academy. I'm sorry. Still a really cool place. It is. When it's up. It's up. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of a technical issue that's been taken care of. Not a big deal. Anyhow, did you know that the amount of time that you have your auction for, listed for, actually matters? I put it up for 48 hours all the time. Okay, I'm going to change that right now. You will never, yes, you will never do that again. Why not? Why do you put stuff up in 48 hours? Because you want to put it up there and forget about it and hope that it sells within an amount of time? Because uh, it's up there longer, more chance of it selling? Wrong. What? That's wrong. How is it wrong? It's got the same amount of chance to sell. How so? Because whoever's looking for it is going to find it no matter what. Here's the thing. What are you selling? Um, Leather. Okay, leather. You told me last week on our server leather was in high demand because there wasn't enough of it up there. Yes. Okay. So why are you wasting money by putting something up in an auction for 48 hours and that auction won't last for 48 hours? It only wastes money if you don't sell. Wrong, dear. No, because the... Um, Check it out. If you, you put an auction up for 48 hours, okay. it sells in less than 12. Okay. You just wasted money. How do I waste money? Because it costs you more money to put the auction up for 48 hours than it does for 12. No. Yes. No, 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 yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, 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 no, okay. yes, yes. No, here's what happens, though. No, you're wrong. You put it up, you put an upfront cost, right? If it does not sell, you lose that upfront cost, the deposit. If it sells, you get the deposit back, but then it takes a cut. Right. And that cut is greater for a 48 hour than it is for 12 hour. How do they calculate it then? Based on money. Based on the amount of time, rather. The cut is? I thought that was just how, so, how much it was sold for. It costs you more money to have a 48 hour than a 12 hour. I think I'm right. I don't. I think the amount of time only costs you more if it doesn't sell. No. Because either way, it's like um, 
if you know something's not going to sell, don't put it for 48 hours. I'm telling you, and, and you know, people will correct me as I'm wrong, as Wolf Wolf always does. Or Woof, Hoof, Woof, Hoof. I, I stand by my statement. All right. We'll see. We'll let everyone tell us who's right. Okay. okay. All right. But I'm telling right. you, don't waste your money on a 48-hour. If you can put something up for, especially your, your high-demand item, 12 hours. What if I only like to do the auction house like twice a week, though? Still, 12 hours. You know, it does another thing. It can, if... If I'm completely wrong about the amount of gold, it still does another thing for you. Okay. It creates a sense of urgency or loss in a person who's going to be buying that item. They're going to want to buy it because they come up and they go, wow, this is this auction is expiring soon. They don't know you put it up for 48 hours, 12 hours, 72 hours, what you did. They just know that that auction's there and it's going to have a long time, a very long time, or, or a very medium time, or short time. So they see something that's going to expire soon, guess what they want to do? Buy it? Yeah. You ever hear like limited time offer? Yeah. This is a one weekend sale only. Every weekend. Every weekend. I get those like ads from JC Penny all the time. Right. Lowest prices at the summer until <laughs> next week. <laughs> Even lower prices. <laughs> but people do that. They get in and they go, I gotta buy this thing now because this thing's gonna expire soon. You know my favorite one of those? Or the inf- It's like coupons. The infomercials. And I had to go, if the red light is blinking at the bottom of this commercial, operators are standing by and waiting for your call. It's like, it's a commercial. Or then they go, <laughs> be the first to call in the next 30 minutes. They don't know when that commercial is going to play. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you're the first to call in the next 30 minutes, you will receive an or they extra have, Or they have blanket. these, um, these like, uh, weight loss products, and it's like, the first 10,000 people to call, <laughs> I get this free offer. <laughs> That's right. It's like, oh, I heard that this a month ago. This special offer is limited to the first 1,000 callers. 1,000 callers only, please. Right. If lines are busy, please keep calling. Right. Right. Yeah. Or. Or. When they put in coupons for groceries at restaurants, but then it's got an expiration date. Wait, coupons for groceries at restaurants? No, or restaurants. Oh, or restaurants. Okay. That have an expiration date. Yes, they all do. They have to. That's true. They have to. Right. But also. You know, it's the end of the month. You're like, man, I got all the stuff that's going to expire. I want to go out and get groceries just based off my coupons I have in there. And do no, you? I don't really do that. No. You don't do that? I want to. You should. Should I? What if it's something I don't really need, though? <laughs> well, you know, and, and that's the big thing. Not to get, you know, not to get way off into the whole world of couponing. Oh, we already had your little bug tangent. Yeah, we have my bug <laughs> But there's a, a friend of mine, and this is the big thing. The whole thing going on with this extreme uh, couponing. It doesn't work in Florida. Well, it doesn't work anywhere unless you have a room in your house that all you're going to do is buy things that you can get coupons for, whether you need them or not, then yeah, you can save a lot of money. But if you don't need it, why are you buying it? Right. My friend's wife does this. They have they have a room in their house that is a shopping center, mall, pantry, whatever, but it's bigger than a pantry. And the money you have to spend on a fridge is going to negate any cost. <laughs> well, no, this is all dry goods because it, it can't be perishable. Huh. Because they don't have a big enough fridge. It's like, he's like, oh man, my wife went and she got $300 worth of groceries for 73 cents. And I'm like, great, did you need it all? Well, we'll use it eventually. When you ain't using it now. How's that even work, though? I don't know what their tricks are. Yeah, it's I like heard the it's double like doubling, but, like they don't, and but 40 and... can't double them. That's what I don't get. No, no, no. Doesn't work for me. It ain't got nothing to do with WoW. <laughs> or except popcorn. For, <laughs> except for time limit ur- equals urgency equals yeah. demand. Right. We get it. Yeah. I still think 
I don't. I still don't think you'd, you're right on how they calculate docking fees. But we'll have to look it up. We'll look it up. We'll look it up. I think you're right. Your point. I get your point. Otherwise, appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Add-ons are third-party programs that are used to enhance the World of Warcraft experience for the better. Root and Freckleface take time out to profile an add-on for their listeners. This add-on thing. This is a Richard segment. <laughs> you know that guy. Right. And um, Richard, I promise that the your bumper is coming. You won't have to hear sniper next week. <laughs> But here is Richard, and uh, what he has to say about the add-ons he's got. Hi, everybody. It's your very own blind warlock, Demonic Rick, a.k.a. Richard, coming back with three helpful add-ons to help make the game more accessible for you, as it did me. Now, last week, I covered three helpful add-ons to interact with your buttons. This week, I will have three add-ons to help with your heads-up display also known as HUD. The first add-on is called Ice HUD. Now what Ice HUD does is make your HUD look really cool. It will put a health bar and a mana bar or focus bar or runic power bar, whatever, um, on both sides of your character. So then you don't have to look at the top left-hand corner of the screen and you can be more focused to stuff that's happening in the center of the screen. Now the second add-on that I have for you is great for rogues mainly, but it's also great for any class that has to build up combo points. The add-on is called Nug Combo Points. Now what this add-on does is put a little bar right beside your character so then you can clearly see um, how many combo points you have generated. I personally use it for my uh, Holy Paladin or Rep Paladin, even my Warlock to tell me how many Soul Stones I have, and my Unholy Death Knight. Um, it's great for Shamans and other classes, and of course Robes, like I said earlier. Now the third add-on that I'm coming to you with is called HUD Map. Now what HUD Map will do is put a little dot um, generated from the map in the top right-hand corner of this screen. These dots will be your, uh, the other characters in your party. I find it quite great if I'm trapped in a room of my own emotion um, and can't find my way out, or I'm just needing to know where I am in relation to the rest of the group or raid. Um, it could be because I have something on me and I'm radiating damage from to the rest of the party, or I'm wanting to know that I have backup when I'm about to take on a whole bunch of hordies in PvP. I hope all these add-ons help you as much as they have helped me, mainly with making me more aware of my health and where I am in relation to the rest of my party. Um, Making my focus, instead of the top right-hand corner and the top left-hand corner of the screen, very centralized and focused on the fight at hand. Now, if you have any comments, tips, or suggestions for this segment... Um, email contribute at hearthcast.com or post them on the Facebook page. Now I'm going to have to turn it back to you guys back in the studio. Take it away, root and feckle face. Back to the Firelands I go. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Richard. Enjoy your time there in the Firelands. And uh, if you get any work, um, we have a Torin who's looking for a job. So we had a follow-up email from um, Hoof It Over on Deathwing. Um, in response to some of those add-ons that Richard profiled last week. And he said, Richard, you mentioned inline R and omni-CC for your action bars. I recommend another add-on to use in combination with these. It's called Red Range. 
What this will do is highlight your entire button and graphic red if you are out of range of your helpful or harmful spell. This default range check is just the number on your action bar or a little dash that is either white or red. This makes it much easier to notice when you're out of range of your target. I found it most useful with melee classes as tanks are, are constantly... I found it most useful with melee classes because tanks are constantly walking backwards and you have to keep up. But it'll work for any range check on your primary target. Yeah, I notice when I'm like trying to get in range with my hunter, I have to wait for my little number to turn white. Right. But so, depending on how you have your items, like I have bartender, and I tend to make my bars a little smaller mm, default just so I have more stuff on the screen. Right, so right, it's right, not right. as easy to see always. Yeah. So if your whole thing turned... Yeah, but you know what? Spell flash. I think with spell flash, it uh, it doesn't flash until you're in range. I think I'll go look at that. It's also probably really great for raiding when that being a second out of range can, <sighs> you know, Wipe hurt your DPS yeah. or yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's great. great. So yeah, thanks for that follow up. And if anybody wants to follow up and comment on anything that uh, demonic Rick has to say, we appreciate that. Is it's cool. And now, it's time for Root's Rant. Sometimes, you have to just let one loose. I'm scared. You better be scared. <laughs> I'm mad at Blizzard. Why are you mad at Blizzard? Because whoever got kicked in the you know butt or got demoted or whatever and put in charge of the authenticator needs another kick in the butt. What do they do now? They can't get it right. They just can't get it right. Number one, they... They arbitrarily, and I got in a discussion with somebody about this on, on their blog too, but they get into, they arbitrarily decide to... Re- take it away. Yeah, take, you know, right. make me less secure. We talked about that, you know, we kind of clarified that a, you know, a little bit. And then, I'm in Alabama. Told you I played in Alabama, right? Sure. So I figured, okay, I have my authenticator, I'm going to have to authenticate, because, because, and I wasn't clear about this, and I want to make this clear, I, I think I m- might have misspoke uh, last week. I did not go to um, uh, <laughs> battle.net and change any settings there. There's a registry hack that you can do on your Windows computer that will take the caching off of the uh, authenticator for you, and that's what I used. Now, that being said, I'm in Alabama. I'm going to play. So I grab my authenticator, which is on my phone, which I like. Hey. I load up. World of Warcraft. I log in, mm-hmm. give him my name, mm-hmm. give him my password, mm-hmm. and ask for my authenticator code. I give him my authenticator code. Do you think it lets me play? Mm, it should. No. What? It Why? tells me, we notice you're logging on from an unusual place. You'll need to change your password. Ah. Uh. If I had a sensor beep, I'd put it right here because I almost said a bad word. Get it right. That's why I have an authenticator. Right. That's I should this is point. I should not have to go change my flipping password to play because I'm in Alabama versus Florida or anywhere else in this planet we live on. I have an authenticator that should be enough. Because changing my password is an inconvenience not a security measure. Right, because if someone did have your password and your authenticator to log in, would they just change your password to something all of a sudden you don't know it anymore? Right. Well, to change my password, they have to have access to my email. Uh, 
And it's like this whole, it's crazy. You have to go to the email. You got to click the link. It takes you to Battle.net. You have to log into Battle.net. You have to use your authenticator to log into Battle.net. You got to go change your password and then you can go log in. Kiss my butt. I almost, I almost like get off. I mean, I almost like cancel my account. I was mad. I was going to call him, but I was worried I was going to be there for like a 30 minute wait. You know, I wanted to play (laughs) the game. Yeah. (laughs) I've done it before. (laughs) That was funny at the time. But no, come on. Get it right. It's an authenticator. It should be doing what it should be doing. First, they want to detract what an authenticator does. And now some bozo system somewhere that says, well, if you're way too hard or far, far out of range or whatever, then we're going to have to make you change your password. Stupid. I just authenticated. I gave you, I have my authenticator. My authenticator code was right. Why would I have to change my password? That, I'll get on the bandwagon as being obtrusive and annoying and obnoxious and inconvenient. And again, it's not a security measure, change in passwords, because, like you said, let's take the scenario where somebody gets my authenticator somehow, and they have my password somehow, and they're in, man, I don't know, China. No, they can't log on. Idaho. (laughs) If they have my password and my authenticator, they can log into Battle.net and change my password. Right? Right. So what good did that do? Now you're locked out instead of just sharing it with somebody. Well, no, no. I mean, I mean, scenario. Okay. Someone goes, hey, I figured out what Root's username and password is. And uh, let's say I still have the key fob and I dropped the key fob somewhere. And I have his key fob. And they send it to the buddy in Idaho or wherever. Wisconsin. I don't care. If that person has my username, my password, and my authenticator... And they try to log in, and the Blizzard thing comes up and goes, hey, you know what? We noticed you're not playing it on your normal spot. Uh, We'll need you to change your password as a security measure. The person has my username, my password, and my authenticator. Go to Blizzard, log in, change my password. They just say you had to be able to log in your email, but a lot of people use the same passwords for email and stuff. I don't, but some people do. Some people do. Most people do, I would say. The, you know, there is the aspect of, is that a unique link in the email? I may be, it may be true, but like you said, that could be my same password. Right. It's just not a security measure that needs to be there. It's not security. It's, this is a pain in the butt, you know? And yeah, like I said, it made me mad. It was, it, it was a good, now I have to log, you know, now I know not everybody's like me, believe me, I know that, but I have my own partition, my own, I'm sorry, not only my own partition, but my own operating system for WoW. I multi-boot my computer. When I play WoW, it's on its own little operating system, its own little version of Windows 7. And it has WoW. Here's what my Windows has on it. Mm -hmm. World of Warcraft, the cursed gaming client, I've been Trilo, Skype, Zagger Guides. WoW Matrix? No, curse. Why don't you put WoW Matrix back on there? Um, and I'm sorry, Firefox is on there. Can't not have Firefox. Right. Can't that's, use Internet Explorer. That's nah, just terrible. I, I use Internet Explorer to download Firefox. Yeah. That's the only thing <laughs> it should be used for. At, well, if you learn, if you can FTP from the command line, you just go to FTP.mozilla. Danny, yeah, I'm digress. Um, I'm just saying that there's nothing on there. Now, luckily, I happen to use Gmail to host my personal email servers. Mm-hmm. And I used the web interface. Mm-hmm. So I was able to go to my email and get the email to go to stinking Blizzard site to reset my stinking password to play the stinking game. But it's stupid. It shouldn't, that, waste of time. 
a complete annoyance. And here's and here's the thing. And this they they you know they come out and they want to say it's my rant. <laughs> you all are looking. It's my rant. I do what I want to do. Blizzard's trying to say that they want to make things more convenient. Okay, we're going to make it more convenient by. Uh, Putting this whole thing that if you're logging in from familiar places, we won't have you authenticate as oh, a convenience oh, oh, to you. Oh, that's kind of crap because it's it's asking for my authenticator twice since that change. So it's it's not that they don't ever ask you for it; it's just they ask you randomly less interviews. often. So I right. can't even be like, oh well, my authenticator is somewhere else. <laughs> I'll still play WoW. I could still get locked out. I have mine with me all the while. I have mine with me on time now because I made the registry. But here's the thing. I mean, they they come out of one side and say, we're trying to make it more convenient for people. Then they come out from another extreme and go, no. Not only, you know, because this is so strange, uh, we have asked you for your authenticator code. And because this is so strange, reset your password. Blizzard butt kiss it. Let's say if anything, if they're going to do another thing, Chesky, like a security question, right? Something, nothing. My authenticator code should be enough. You'd be like, oh, you're logging in from a strange place. What's your first grade teacher's maiden name? Well, if you put it in there, it would work. I know my third grade teacher's name, Miss Daniels. I said maiden name. I don't think she was ever married. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> so that's my rant. Blizzard, get your authenticator stuff figured out. Hire a security expert, not some... Intern. You're in the hot seat. Got a question for you, freckle face. Okay. First question. What's your most embarrassing moment in WoW? Um, when I was about level um, 15 or so, questing in Red Ridge, I grouped up with somebody for like the first time. And we were like fighting. I thought I was doing fine. I thought I was attacking everything. Okay. But then, like, do something or leave, rogue. This <laughs> room is feeling terrible. <laughs> what were you doing? I don't know. Not to, you don't know? I don't know. Don't know just do something wrong. or leave? Yeah. <laughs> that's creepy. I know that's not a real dramatic story. That's the first thing I thought of. That's, like, the worst I felt, I guess. <laughs> that's embarrassing? You were embarrassed? Yes, I was embarrassed. Oh. I felt like a nub. Yeah. Yeah. Second question is very similar to the first question. Okay. Have you ever accidentally left your mic on and done something <clears throat> out of game that probably shouldn't have been broadcast across the microphone? Like invent or kind of. Not not for super long, but I've I've started yelling at my husband for some reason with my mic on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how with you. <laughs> I'll turn it off. <laughs> what were you yelling about? I'm going to follow up on that I one. I don't remember. You're, you've been married for years. You know how it is. I it's get yelled at all the time. I it's, know. It's always something monotonous. Laundry or... Got a question for Freckleface? Tweet it to Hearthcast Root. Well, Freckleface, as I see in the show notes, it brings us to the close of another fine episode of Hearthcast. It sure does. We do want to thank everybody for listening. And just like uh, Woohoof and Hoofit did, uh, you can send us email to contribute at hearthcast.com. Uh, if you need to get a hold of Demonic Rick, you can do that too. You can also call us at 407-520-5342. That phone's been a little uh, silent lately. I don't know what's going on. It works. I think it wasn't working for so long. People, yeah, people are like, got oh, to hear you. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it works. Use it. Uh, you know what it is. People are tweeting and we're responding on Twitter. Sure. Because you can tweet us at Hearthcast Roots for me, Hearthcast Freck for Freckleface. And if you want something to go right to the show, just Hearthcast. That'll get us there. We also, you know, we got a Facebook page, if you didn't know about that. Facebook.com forward slash Hearthcast. Post a lot of pictures, a lot of updates over there. Have a lot of fun with that. People comment. It's like almost 550 people out there doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, get a hold of us there. Any kind of shout-outs you have, questions, comments, anything like that. We'll get that in the show, and it makes the show that much better, that much more fun. And like I said, the Zyger Guide Contest uh, for this month is actually sending me a question on Twitter, DMing me on Twitter, so that I can get a question for Freckleface's hot seat and watch her blush, which you guys don't get to experience. But it's funny because she looks at me with her big green eyes. A petrified face. <laughs> Your petrified face yeah. like that, absolutely. <laughs> and again, of course, we do want to thank our awesome sponsors, which uh, we are grateful for, Riptide Software. You can check them out at RiptideSoftware.com. If you want to see what BRK and I do all day, you can go there. It's kind of cool. Just got a new contract from the military. Awesome stuff. You guys heard about it here first. We'll probably put out a cool press release for that. Zyger Guides. Man, it's awesome. My kid loves it. I love it. Everybody who I've who's won, who's reported back and says they love it. Everybody I know who's bought it here at work loves it. So can't say enough about them. I know Freckleface says she won't ever use it. She just hasn't used it. I got you. Got to use it on my account. All right, fair enough. I'll let you log in. You can check it out. Then you'd be like, "Will you buy me this?" And I'll be like, "Yes," because that's what I do. Uh, Mike over at System.com. That makes my life so much easier. So thank him. And guys, go check him out. Sysdom.com. Tell him I sent you over there. And, of course, Carnage for his awesome uh, Corner of Carnage, all his updates every week. Go check out his YouTube videos, Carnage.com. I'm sorry, YouTube.com forward slash Carnage 1320. And don't be selfish. Um, share us with your friends um, and your guildmates. And rate us on iTunes. iTunes? Are you Canadian? Yeah, but if you want to link to us, I'll give you guys a link back. That's kind of cool. That's how the world works on the interwebs. And until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Root and Freckleface next week again. HearthCast, a shout out on to your guildmates. Let's have fun and go on raids. We'll inform about in-game events. And auction house secrets, you know the best. Cataclysm grinding and go sip to World of Warcrafts. Softcore players. Thanks for listening and be sure to tune in next week. Get your weekly dose of sex, tech, and society from the Lesser Nerds Podcast. From high atop the Flim Building in Midtown Manhattan. Join Carlson and Crash Boy Wednesdays on iTunes or anytime at the all-new LesserNerds.com. Now compatible with your iPhone and Newton Message Pad 120. Not compatible with Newton Message Pad 120. Follow the stories on Twitter or join the fans on Facebook. Lesser Nerds, the world's most popular podcast since 1972. Hello, Xander here with an important public announcement. Ever stood at the fish market and didn't know the difference between a Maine or Australian lobster? Have you tried to surprise that special someone with a romantic dinner only to burn it, leaving you with a frozen pizza or boxed mac and cheese? Then do I have the solution for you. Coming soon to Don Forge Productions, all things edible, with me, Gibbs, and Vamp. 
Find us at ate.donfordshows.com and soon to iTunes.